hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government, and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into The Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political properly. Be free. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I hope you all had a fantastic Sunday. And I'm so happy that you all are here having this discussion with us tonight. Um, this is more like definitely an open forum because I'm asking you guys a question, seeing what you guys have to say. But we have Jet here today, co-hosting with us. And... Um, Jet, would you like to start us off, get the conversation flowing? Uh, I don't know if I'm really qualified to do that, but I will. You good. You got this. <laughs> uh, I'll start off with, uh, I guess, my opinions on just the uh, title alone. Um, it's a very hard question to answer Would the disciples have carried guns. I guess if you're asking if the whole time period were to have happened in, I guess, biblical time period history would have happened in our modern times and guns would have been, I guess, available and at use by the uh, the militaries and all of the uh, law enforcement at, at hand, then I could say that, yeah, I would believe so, that there would be um, some cases and instances where, if not even certain followers uh, under certain disciples would actually have had a gun, but I also know that Peter has killed a sword before. There are a couple of other disciples that have had swords, and there are a couple of times where Jesus, the Lord Christ, say he actually commands a couple of the disciples, or I don't know how many at the time, because I'm, I'm not a scholar. I have not been through seminary school, but, you know, uh, and forgive me for a lack of terms, you know, for a lack of better words, but yeah, I, I'm not too, too much of a believer if i would say they would have chose to but at certain instances like i said due to you know um i guess preliminary things that we can read in the bible at, at hand right now then yes i would constitute and say that they would have carried weapons with you i was having a discussion before some of y'all were on the You're twitter space when we had this question wait can you hear me yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. I just I'm okay. Just, I want to make sure because uh, when I've come back, yeah. no, you're good. When I've come back to listen to some of these, it doesn't sound that great. So I want to make sure that I sound fine. So yeah, I I agree with you. Um, I believe that 
over time we've have developed weapons and changed them um and i feel like if that's what people are carrying around nowadays that that would you know instead of we don't walk around with swords anymore um that we carry um guns and that that comes down to our god-given rights where i come to with this as well so you know we have the um hold on the uh full armor of god right and then if you have the helmet of salvation the brace the breastplate of righteousness belt of truth sword of the spirit show the faith in the feet of peace now i i don't i don't believe that you know you just go out just you know blasting everybody that's not how it works like you you have the right to defend your your um life that you were given go ahead jet oh no 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 yeah you're you go ahead i just comment in chiming in but yeah go ahead okay and i got a comment from ice judge i'm a buddhist but i didn't peter draw his blade on essentially what would be cops feds when they came for jesus base peter lol <laughs> yeah. yes yes that's what i mean by um when he actually cut off his ear and that's when christ calmed them down and told him you know like basically gestured with his hand to lower the blade on top of his and you know uh i guess as legend however you want to call it or you know his historically jesus got the uh, the centurion's ear and placed it back on his head and it was you know as it had never been cut off but peter did cut off his ear i believe it was his right ear and um he that's is when jesus recites the parable those who live by the sword also will die by the sword. But that doesn't constitute in the same way as certain people would like to ask questions and speculation of like, oh, well, that means that uh, some of the disciples were going to die by the sword because they lived by the sword. No, that they didn't live by the sword just because they carried the sword. It's a difference to protect yourself. And also even further than that, there's uh, there's. Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought of how I was going to make the second point. But if you can understand the point of people who are going to live by destruction and by violence, definitely they're going to reap the benefits of what comes with that life. So in that nature. Example. Like when someone's quick to want, they someone says something they don't like and they're quick to start throwing blows and start punching each other. They pull out their guns and start shooting each other. Maybe dueling people would not be covered. (laughs) If you know how they used to duel people and kill each other, when they had a a conflict back in the day, when Burr killed um, Hamilton in a duel, that kind of duel? Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would probably go under the line of living by the sword, in a sense. And also, um, just like I said, too, an example, like when someone gets upset, oh, you mess up my drink, and then they want to fight. Like living by your fist, like, okay, I can't have a conversation with you or try to, you know, live my life by trying to talk to you. So I'm going to just go crazy and start throwing my throwing fists because I can't talk. Exactly. Some people, you know, are prone to that type of nature. It's like my grandpa said, you know, son, when people have that or he's he was referring to profanity and music. And when gentlemen don't know how to express themselves that would you know tend to use curse words to express because they don't know how to they don't have a vocabulary that will express what they're feeling they don't you know they're not learned <laughs> but yeah real quick the bible does tell us god wants us to seek wisdom 
So, you know, we, if we, if you choose to be ignorant, then, you know, what are we living for? If you're going to just be the same, don't develop at all as we uh, get older. But hey, Cole, you're the next caller. Go ahead and drop some gems on us. I think the disciple to an African nowadays because they were utilizing every, everything as everybody utilized their, their um, choices today. They only had a sword, so they only could choose a sword, but nowadays I think they would choose a pistol or a rifle. It depends on what time period. Forgive me, I would have to ask you to repeat some of it. Um, I, I have hard hearing. I'm ex-military, so I, and I don't have my headphones in. But uh, certain certain things I called on and certain things I missed. If you would please repeat yourself one more time, please, sir. Alrighty, I'm saying that um, it depends on the time period. We all are disciples of Christ, and stuff. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. But, um, but um, when um, everything, when uh, nowadays I think these disciples will pick up a pistol or a rifle to defend themselves. Yes, sir. There, you know what? And that's that's funny. I thank you for clarifying. I apologize again. Like I said, I was in. I, you know, give a little background. I was in the Navy. I served as an AO, APS, and ordinanceman. Foreheads on foreheads, and you know, being on the flight deck, you know, I get hearing loss, and it's part of my disability. But I do not collect. But at the same time, what you're saying or referring to, I I totally agree with you in that manner. Even in regards to nobody and how what time period you were born in, uh, I, I I believe that when you are, you know, going out to pre- I won't say going out to do something like you're looking for something, but when you're just in within reach of, I guess, a firearm or, 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 or means of protection, and you are forced with uh, protecting yourself. I was just watching a video earlier today. I uh, don't know the channel name. Forgive me for that. I think it's um, I think it's um, uh, Active uh, Protecting or something. It's on YouTube, but this gentleman, he goes over um, videos that are, are uh, incidents that are caught on video that have to do with, um, you know, modern day times, but people who are armed. And this one just so happened to be a gentleman who's getting a haircut in a barber shop, and a guy walks in and he shoots the barber and tells the guy to get out the way, not knowing this guy is undercover or not undercover, but he's a off-duty cop and he's he's carrying. So the guy gets out the way smoothly, but you can after you realize it and me rewinding it and kind of watching to see if when he's pulling out his pistol of his holster, it's on his right hand side. You can tell. And he, you know, he walks past the, the individual who's mur- who just murdered because the guy, both of the individuals were murdered. The guy who came in there to murder the, the uh, barber and the off-duty cop uh, end up um, using his uh, service pistol and, you know, taking him out. 
And so that was that's just another incident of like when it comes to what your protection means and what you have to do in this crazy world. Yeah, there's a lot of things that God did not intend for us to go through. But also there's a lot of things that he ordains, just like everything that we are going through right now. It's ordained by him no matter what and how you see it. If you're not on that level of of discernment and understanding, well, then, you know, you're under grace and you're under a level of grace that affords you the opportunity to go throughout life, you know, not as called as others or not as checked as others. But it still does not mean that we are not uh, disciples of Christ, just like you said, we are. And, and it doesn't dis, it doesn't separate us from if you choose to pick up a pistol or if you choose to pick up a book and go choose a career in saving people by being a, a counselor. It doesn't matter. You, there's a many ways you can be called to serve through him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. An example, too. You guys remember that church shooting that happened a few years ago in White Settlement? Um, the people were saved by a man who had a gun. And protect the people in the church. Yes. Um, his. So I have it pulled up here for you guys. Um, he did say, "I don't consider myself a hero at all. I did all what I was trained to do," said Jack Wilson. So let me play real quick what he was talking about. Hold on. Let me turn it up. Church, they would target those churches. So 
you know, we have to protect our community. We have to protect our own. I'm quite sure uh, Jesus don't want us to be standing ducks. Um, so, yeah, that was my um, example of that. So, Cole, did you want to add anything else before we move forward? And, and uh, I have some comments to read, too. Well, in today's time, we need get back to our fundamentals of our constitution and our declaration of independence and start letting servants not self-serving. And we need to do that by start writing in people that are running in the primaries that are losing the primaries. Much for that. Um, Steve, if you want to come up and explain your point, you can. You said in the Old Testament there was always war where people were defending themselves to where Jesus talked about peace with another, so owning and carrying swords and guns should only be used for self-defense. Um, just one second, maybe we'll call over for a second. Um, so here's my thing, um, on that too. So it's, it's not necessarily like you only use swords and guns just for self-defense, but you know, just the fact that you're just owning it, people will most likely not want to come into your home. Kind of like when we have that, people have beware of dog signs up or, or gun owners, you, you at least like, you're going to probably skip that house. Um, another thing is, uh, people do, uh, eat, um, they, 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 you know, hunt and gather and do certain things. So I want to, you know, it's not necessarily just the whole thing about just defending yourselves, but no one should be able to tell you what you can have and how you can, you should be able to defend yourself. Um, you want to be the most effective, uh, when it comes to doing, um, uh, that as well. Let me pull up Philip who's uh, running for president of the United States for 2024 as an independent. I think it's a good uh, time to hear his point of view on this as well. Go ahead, Philip. Really? As soon as I made him a call, he disappeared. Did you want to add anything, Jet? In a second, I'm still like listening to everybody's viewpoints and seeing where everybody still has to go and comment on because I don't really want to, yes, please. I don't really want to, um, you know, get over demanding or to take up too much time on just my viewpoints. You know, this is a community thing. So yeah. In a second, I hear more. Cool. Just making sure. Cause I know sometimes people are quiet. They don't think they can jump in, but Philip, go ahead. Hey, sorry about that. You guys, I hit the wrong button. I actually hung up on you, Donnie. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, um, I just literally got in here, but um, so as we all know, the Constitution states that that any uh, any American citizen can carry a weapon here in the United States can carry a gun. Um, there's multiple reasons why our forefathers put that in there. Uh, you know, one is for self-defense. That's one. Two is you know so we can go out and hunt for food and and whatnot. Uh, three is to help our military or help our, our people, uh, protect from foreign invasion. 
But the main reason, the absolute main reason why it was put in the Constitution, which scares the teetotal crap out of our government, the reason why it was put in there is in case we ever have to take our government, in case we ever have to forcefully remove our government officials. That is the main reason why the amendments were put in place in the Constitution stating that American citizens can carry guns. The main, the absolute main reason. It doesn't matter if when it was written you had muskets or, or, or now we have ARs. I mean, that, that, that's neither here nor there. Um, of course, we have to have better firearms. Our government has better firearms. So we, so we also have to have that too. But, but people do need to realize that that is the main reason why uh, that, you know, in, in the Constitution it was written. Um, was in case we ever do have to forcibly take our country back from our government. Um, and you people really need to think of that, and they really need to think of why our government um, is so against us having firearms. I mean, that's that's the reason why. So I, I just wanted to make that comment real fast, and then I'll listen to what everybody else has to say, and I'll chime in a little later. I appreciate that. And also, too, there was um, a story uh, we'll cover tomorrow evening, actually. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to cover uh, censorship and slavery tomorrow. But also they were burning up the post offices because they didn't want the abolitionists sending out um, information to the South, um, you know, waking up and showing people that slavery is wrong and what it's doing to the country. And so they were burning up the postal offices and then um they were attacked by um, slave owners, and there was the, the two black men actually had firearms. Um, do Do you think they would have lived to tell the tale if they didn't have anything to protect their lives? You're protecting your your First Amendment right with that Second Amendment. So you have to you have to look at these certain things like they all piece together, and that's why I feel like this document is so important. You know, the Bible is very important, the Constitution is important. Um, our Bill of Rights and Declaration of Independence, and heck, some people would say that Federalist Papers are really important for our country. So that's why I want to have these kind of uh, conversations with you guys to kind of think about this when someone's trying to talk you out of your your guns or your rights, or when someone's in a comment section instead of just you know calling them idiots. Well, then just you know start using things that really really make sense like this and like use this as examples. And then you know a lot of times people on the other side of you they claim to be Christians, and so. Um, so if if their church is teaching, why are you talking, guys? One second, I'm just gonna mute it. Just throwing up a commercial, mill me talking. They didn't pay me for that. But anywho, um, that kind of threw me off my train of thought for a second there. Oh, just talking about how important the documents are, and you know, having discussions and debates and everything. You you can arm yourself with this knowledge and new ways to discuss it with people. Because you know they want to censor you. You may call someone an idiot one day on spaces and then you get kicked off for seven days. So maybe using this kind of route will help um, get the point across better um, and wake people up more. And so, um, Philip, you request to come back up again real quick. Let me see what you wanted to say real fast. Oh, nothing. I, I, hit, I was messing around and hit the button again. But I, I do want to say this. Our Second Amendment, you know, that's our God-given right. We can carry a, we can carry a gun if we so 
if we see fit, you know. Um, and there is laws that are written that does go against the Second commit, uh, Amendment right now that we do have to do something about. Um, you know, if you're a felon and you did not commit any kind of, um, uh, what's the word, um, a crime where you actually harm someone, then there is absolutely no reason whatsoever that you should not be allowed to, to legally carry a firearm. You know, um, so anyway, but I, I really did not mean to call in. I just playing with the buttons. Maybe you meant to drop an emoji and you hit the call next. Exactly. But hey, <laughs> we got um, about 35 more minutes left, you guys. Um, and I, I kind of want to see if there's any more opposing people saying more no's. I want to hear your uh, thoughts on it too before we hop off and if we don't uh john i saw that you hopped on at one point you fell away steve you have you're welcome to come up and if mom wants to come up you get definitely can anyone can request to be a call caller um and add your two cents into it but um we're gonna shut this down if we don't have any more folks who want to speak here in a second um we, we usually close for you know an hour here i will not be going on spaces tonight so speak now or forever hold your peace I have one thing to say about the felons owning guns. I am not opposing. Um, I definitely do think that there out there needs to be some type of if they're going to not even allow. I, I don't. I don't know. I I believe that if we're going to allow felons to own guns, which definitely, like like Philip said, if you didn't cl- commit any violent crimes towards anybody, then I definitely think that you should actually not go through a screening process, an extra screening process that's government um, affiliated or, or organization that's uh, governmentally ran. But I ought not to, to say deem you whether if you are worthy or not, but I think you also should do have to go through another type of, um, uh, you know, like a system that you would have to go through that, you know, you're actually requesting to uh, own guns and constitutionally and that you shouldn't be, you know, permitted to to not you shouldn't be not permitted to have any guns Uh, i also know that uh, by law felons are also allowed to have muskets still and um and uh, uh black powder rifles i know that by law you can own that no matter what type of felon you are so i just wanted to make that comment you calling me you next caller I don't know if it's not working on my end or what's going on, but I did make well, another caller. Well, there you are. Well, um, cause I got cerebral body and stuff. They won't allow me to own a fire rifle. And what would I do in that same point? But I know a fire rival date or anything can help me out. And Drew, what would you do with that if you come pressing it?
discussing you know, with, with your with your disability that you're telling you that you are not allowed to own a firearm is that correct correct yeah i think that uh, that's absurd i think that's absurd and Greg, you're running and going and going and forward, so I wonder what you would say about that. Yes, sir. I have a question for you personally, if you don't mind answering. Does your disability prevent you in any way from uh, safely operating a firearm? No, because I've fired guns with my dad and stuff. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's see that that that's what I don't understand. If you're able to, no matter if you have a disability or not, I mean, Chris Kyle started a foundation that helped disab- disabled veterans get back into shooting and learning. Uh, well, not learning because they already knew, but just getting being able to have that courage back on the range and being out in nature and you know not being able not being afraid with you know expressing or or uh, I guess revisiting places in your mind that will bring you back to combat, you know, so I don't, I don't understand why they even have some type of law that would again be against our second amendment that would prevent even disabled people with, uh, to, to own a, a rifle or, or any type of firearm. Because if in that case, uh, if you look at it, I have I don't collect, but with my disability from the military, then I don't know if we would fall under that same parameters, but that's that's just totally absurd. And I own rifles. Yes, I just wonder somebody with cerebral body like me and stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. I apologize yeah. for that. Sir. I have a question. Too. I have a question. So you know, a lot of times another thing Philip has said too: you can't even be in a household with firearms. Does that also apply with if you have a disability? Good question. I don't know. Let me throw Philip up here. He may have um, something to say on that, especially since he's running for office. Then we're going to get to Steve. Um, one second. Philip, okay, go ahead. Okay, the way that the way they're trying to push it now is anyone that's any able-bodied person that is not a felon can own a firearm. That's that's the way it is now. Um, the Constitution doesn't state that. The Constitution says if you're an American citizen, you have a right to own a firearm. Period. And in a discussion, you know, um, everything else boils down to them just trying to control us. You know, let's Cole. Let's say that that. Since the condition that you have, you can't fire a gun. The government has no right to say that you can't rig up a gun to where the only thing you've got to do is push a button and it shoots out your wheelchair. Like, it, it's there to protect your... Whatever you have to do, any means necessary to protect yourself from your neighbors, from foreign invaders, or from your own, in, own government, you have the right to do it. Um, now, here's something that's kind of funny. Now, check this out. If you were a felon like myself, okay, um, my my felony was breach of contract long, long, long time ago. Um, But it is a felony, which means that they took my right to vote and they took my right to bear arms away. 
All right, it's complete BS. Um, but you know what they didn't do? They didn't take my right for run for president of the United States away. <laughs> so it's, I think it's kind of odd that they can pick and choose whatever benefits themselves, you know. Um, but I will tell you guys this. When I get elected, all this BS that goes against the Constitution will end. It's going to end. Because then you guys are going to have a leader that can stand firm for you. Will stand with you. And let these two corrupt parties know we're not taking it anymore. The Constitution states this, it's that. That's it. We're not going to... All these bylaws, everything that you guys added to it to, to fit your agenda... It will cease to exist. It is gone. That's it. That's from the right and the left. It doesn't matter. We're going to break it down to the fundamentals, to the bare bones of the Constitution, and we're going to start over. And we're going to be better than we've ever been. I guarantee you 100%. You know, what What does it mean you say, Donnie? The Constitution's written in black and white, and there's no room for gray in the USA. So you guys remember that. There's no room for gray in the USA. And all these gray laws that they that, that they use to, uh, to hold us down and to keep us back and to keep us separated, to keep us from, uni- from uniting, uh, all that crap's going to go away. I mean, listen, I know we're all fed up with it, and we are going to do something about it. So, and sorry if I seem a little bit off. I work really hard today, and I'm very tired. So you guys have to excuse me. <laughs> if you didn't say anything, I wouldn't even notice. But I appreciate it. I, I hear your animals in the background. I heard your your chickens, and I heard your dogs. So yeah, I know you're working. Let's get Steve up here and get uh, Steve's perspective. Uh, we still have 26 minutes, you guys. So. Um, we'll let Steve go next, and then um, if anyone else wants to hop on, please go ahead and hit that call button, and we'll keep it rolling. What's up, Steve? I'm going to want to respond to Cole, because I know some people with disability and with mental um, disability, and um, due to the fact that now today... They want to take people, like, tell people, oh, you can't own a gun just because you have a disability. They're trying to play, put it under as you're, you're not um, stable to handle the gun properly. Which I say it's wrong because now they want to test your, like, test people's skills and stuff. Like, you got to qualify now to now these days. If you don't qualify under state law and federal, they can automatically say, no, you can't own the gun or you can't buy a gun, which is wrong. And I do believe what um, Philip was saying. Um, but yeah, and that that's what I want to um, explain on what I learned throughout the time I've been living, you know, since I got was old enough to understand things. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and bring this up. Um, Alex Baldwin couldn't even tell the difference between a prop gun and a real gun and killed somebody. But yet these kind of people have the audacity to tell us what we can and can't carry. 
and he, he didn't take the proper protocol and getting the I don't know how they pronounce the the lady or the guy or whoever's in charge of the firearms, making sure they're safe and everything. Um, but yeah, I seen a news saying that she reported that it was Baldwin's fault for not getting her to, you know, check the gun. So yeah, I still say he guilty. He killed um. What's your name? I don't know. I can't don't know the her name, but yeah, Baldwin is guilty. I feel he he wanted to do it because you know all these actors, they're um, habitual liars. They know how to act, so they gonna get off free. Like um, Josie Smollett, he's an actor. Yes, I'm glad he was found guilty, but now look, he's out on he's out on bail. Which I say he should have just stayed in jail. But that's my own opinion. I'll stand back. I'm not for sure if John, I, I can only make you a speaker. I can't give you a mic from here. So I'll add you as a speaker so you can speak on this too and see if that works. Because I saw you had a mic earlier. I don't know what happened to it and why you're not up here. Um. So in the meantime, um, Philip jumped back up here again. Me, while we're waiting for John, Philip, go ahead. I just posted um, the the basically a a simpler, simplified version of the Second Amendment, and it says the Second Amendment was part of the Bill of Rights that was added to the Constitution on December the fifteenth, seventeen ninety one. This amendment protects the rights of citizens to bear arms and own weapons such as guns. That is the gist of what the Constitution says. And that's what we have to get back to. Um, It has to be just that. And as far as, let's say, let's say there's an individual that is mentally unstable, okay, that maybe should or should not have a firearm. It is not the government's right to say they should or should not have a firearm. That's up to their family. That's up to the the, the people who who are looking out for them. That's up to those people. It should be between them. They should make that decision. You know, uh, I do understand society, for the most part, is pretty well screwed. and, And people don't have common sense, for the most part, nowadays. Um... But that's what we got to get back to. We got to quit giving the government so much power and the rights to tell us what we can and can't do and and what is best for me, you, or our family members or anything else. We have to start looking out for one another, not expecting our government to look out for us. You and then John made that here. But real quick, um, ICE judge says kindergarten should start teaching trigger discipline for the Baldwins of the world. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I can totally agree with that. Hey, John. Hey, how you doing? Hey, enjoy the discussion. Um, you know, uh, what I wanted to say is, like, if I get in a discussion with someone, especially, like, for example, if it's female, but, um, like, Forbes magazine had an article. It was April 30th, 2018. And they talked about 
defensive gun uses because they were finding out that every year the CDC and the FBI try to they do they ran a statistic like how many lives are saved by DGUs or defensive gun uses and they found it's about three million lives each year and a very high percentage of them sometimes as high as 70 75 percent are women and you know guns have stopped in a lot of place in, in a lot of instances like possible rape or theft or murder i mean how many times like on twitter have we seen where somebody jumps out of a car and tries to grab a woman's kid and you know the woman pulls a gun and you know the person runs off but but uh they've since stopped taking those statistics because it doesn't fit their narrative but um there's an every once in a while i post it on twitter and donnie i could send it to you again but uh, it's staggering, and, you know. And I and I say, I said, are you saying you don't want to you want to be defenseless? And they never can answer that. And when I show those statistics and I show that article, that really shuts them up right away. I mean, because there's no argument against that. And uh, and I, I wish the you know the politicians, if they were doing their job, they would cite statistics and things like this. And uh, to Phil's point, I mean, yeah, the government the government is mostly afraid of us. They're not afraid of external, but they're afraid of us, the people. I mean, look at how our government acted after January 6th, how they just barred up, you know, just, just shut down basically Washington DC and, and put it behind fencing, which, which was ridiculous because you know, in a way that was really nothing what happened. Uh, they don't really know what an uprising is, but, but, uh, uh, it just shows how deathly afraid they are of the people uniting against them. I mean, that's their, that is beyond question, their number one fear. But uh, again, like when you look at the statistics regarding how many lives are saved because somebody is carrying, it's, it's really overwhelming. And that's every single year. You know, it's not just once in a while. It's every year that's the case. It probably is even higher now. And uh, myself, I mean, I'm always carrying, I mean, the, the number one selling item are these like small pocket pistols and things like that. Cause everybody is, is more and more concerned nowadays. Just look at what's going on. I mean, there's no uh, judicial system really anymore. Uh, you know, what, what was that Ayn Rand says, you know, the legal system was, is supposed to protect you from the criminals, but when they protect the criminals from you, you know, then your society is doomed. And that's kind of where we're heading when you look at so many of these judgments that are being made by the courts and even the Supreme court for that matter. And so, uh, anyways, I just wanted to chime in on that because yeah. And you know, it's a well-known fact too, that Trump actually carries a 38 revolver on him and he does wear a bulletproof vest. Um, I, I know a gunsmith who uh, offered to do some trigger work on his pistol and, and, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, all, I think it's a responsible thing to do. Everybody needs to be armed. Yeah. So anyways, that's what I'll say for now. And uh, thank you very much for that. Also think about this too, that these government officials are walking around with um, people who are armed to protect them, but yet they want us to be um, disarmed. And, you know, you did bring up me being a young woman. I actually feel empowered to live in a country where I can defend myself. I don't have to wait for someone else to do it. And then to go on in that statistics you were talking about, it's estimated that out of about a million individuals who use guns every year in self-defense, um, excluding those police forces and militaries, of those, 162,000 said they were almost certain that they would have been killed without their firearm there to protect them. 
So yeah, thank you for bringing that. That's a great point. Um, we have someone else who hasn't spoken yet before ever. It doesn't look like his name is Jay Mile. I'm gonna make you next caller. I'm curious what you have to say. Uh, his his thing says inappropriate. I'm interested. <laughs> hey, Jay Mile, welcome. How are you? Um, I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Um, I just uh, wandered into this uh, room because it uh, popped up on the top of my list. Um, and uh, I'm glad to see some people who uh, believe in uh, human rights and freedoms. Um, but I'm also a bit of a statistics nerd, and I wanted to suggest that um, the gold standard for um, statistics about crime is the... Uh, something called the Crime Victimization Survey uh, from the uh, Department of Justice, uh, Bureau of Justice Statistics. It's one of the uh, few good, few really good things the government does. And I have no idea what it says about guns, uh, but I just pulled it up and it says that the total number of violent crimes in the United States was 1.6 million last year. So even if every single person who uh, was a victim of crime successfully descended, defended themselves with a gun, um, that would still be about half of uh, some of the numbers you guys are throwing around. Um, I have no idea what that survey says about guns, but whatever it says, it is that's uh, the least wrong information we have about crime in the United States. Um, Anyway, uh, I just wanted to go in and uh, be with the statistics nerd for a second. Uh, thanks again for your time. So, are you saying? So, I want, I want to clarify because, um, so are you saying that the? Can you can you repeat it? Because I want to make sure I didn't get you wrong. I'm not comprehending it completely. All right. Um. So. We don't actually know how many crimes were committed in the United States last mm -hmm. year. That is information that is in the hands of God. But the best and most accurate survey we have is uh, the survey from the Department of Justice um, called the NCBS. Um, it's been run the same way for almost 50 years. And it's relatively free of uh, stupid uh, liberal stuff and nonsense. Um, and whenever you're looking for statistics, that is the, about crime. That is always the best place to start because everyone else is uh, less accurate. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it makes sense to me now. I was making sure. I was like, it sounded like it sounded like John just clarified. It sounded like to me you were saying like there was like a, a lower percentage of the violent crimes was of, with guns. So I was just making sure I heard it correctly because I don't want to. Oh no, I'm sorry. I have no idea what percentage of violent crime was with guns. Um, but the total number of violent crimes was 1.6 million. And we have over 300 some million people in this country. So that, that would be yeah. a low percentage. Okay, gotcha. 
Um, John, go ahead. And by the way, Jay Mile, come up anytime. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. And of course, you know, even if there was only one crime in America last year, the person who was a victim of it has a right to defend themselves with a gun. Um, but I just wanted to drop in and let you know where the best numbers are. Thank you so much. Always, I love it when y'all come up here and we add value with each other. And then I, this is why we, we run these as more of a community base and not just focus on one person. So, J-Mile, welcome to the family. Glad you're here. Hey, John, go ahead. Speaking. Hello, John. Okay. So um, he said he wanted to uh, address this and have a conversation. I'm not for sure why his mic isn't working. He's saying it's on. Let me. Oh, it's me. John. There you go. Yeah, no, I was I was trying to figure out because I kept, you know, I I knew I I undid my mic where I could speak. But uh, okay, thanks anyway. But no, no, Jay, Jay, you brought up a good point. But what I was saying was uh, prior to 2018, the CDC and the FBI did do a lot as far as keeping these statistics. And again, their statistics would show that that, you know, it, at some cases, it was like up to 3 million lives being saved by defensive gun uses. And then they just stopped doing it. And a lot of people think that it's because it didn't, you know, it didn't fit a narrative. I, I don't know. I can't say for sure. But but all of a sudden, they just stopped doing it. So um, that Department of Justice statistics, that's interesting because I'd like to look into that. I didn't know that. And uh, so, that I mean, I've been wanting to ever since the FBI and CDC stopped, uh, you know, gathering these statistics and data, I was wondering who was doing this. And I was figuring somebody had to be doing it. So I'll, I'll look into that. That's uh, interesting, interesting information. But yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, 1.6 million, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty low when you look at the, the size of our population. That's what people don't realize. They say, well, you know, one, 1.6 million or whatever, um, but our population is higher than 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 most countries, right? And uh, I know, like in Australia, when they banned guns, I mean, violent crime just spiked up really bad, and uh, and other places that did the same. But uh, but no, I I'll uh, I want to look into that uh, Department of Justice statistics that uh, Jay had mentioned and see what's uh, going on there because. Uh, that might be a new source because prior, you know, the CDC and the FBI were the ones to turn to. And I guess they collaborated in that effort. So um, anyways, that's I just wanted to pipe in on that. So and uh, Jay, thanks for mentioning that. That's great. We working on scheduling a time to have John Lott. Um, come on to the show as well and have a discussion. We're in communication now when he can come up here. He used to work for the uh, Trump administration um, but as an economist, though. But he has the crimeresearch.org um, that he, that's his, his thing, and he goes and he fights for us in court and everything like that all the time. Um, so he's pretty knowledgeable in this. He has some books. I'm listening to some of them right now. Um, the gun control myths and things like this, like that. 
So I put the his website link in the comment section. And if you're on Twitter and you want to check him out, I'm adding his profile on here. He has a lot of good information. Um, when when I'm looking at that, his expertise, that's what I pay attention to. Some of the other things I don't agree with. But when it comes to that kind of stuff, I, I, I agree with. I got to talk to him on the phone. And so, what is that noise? And everyone's muted on my end. Um, I talked to him on the phone. He's a really nice guy. So um, y'all check him out on Twitter. And I also put his um, research information link in here as well. So we have seven minutes. Might be me. Uh, my hang-up button is disabled. Can you please kick me back to the listeners? Hmm. That's weird. Um, I, it won't let me do anything. Let me see. Let me double check it now. This way. No. It's not letting me. But hey, we're going to shut down here in a second anyway. It's not too much of a noise. Um, Jet and John and Cole, do you want to add anything in the last seven minutes before we uh, end this? Yeah, I had uh, one thing to add. I don't remember. It was either John or Steve that said it with a part about when the justice system goes against what it's supposed to stand for and protects the criminals from us. And, uh, you know, in that diaspora, I guess, of what he said is, you know, it's like uh, the Justice Department has not held up to its, I guess, um, what, what am I trying to say? It's meaning for what it's what it's worth. And, you know, there's a saying is that it's just us and you have to be connected to some type of, I guess, plug to get what I'm saying in that in that sense. But, um, yeah, I appreciate everybody for for chiming in and talking. I love y'all's viewpoints. And, um, you know, it's it's good to also hear the statistics about certain subjects. I um, I thank y'all for tuning in again. And um, Donnie, thank you for having me as a co-host. Hey, Donnie. Come back in time. Yeah, yeah John, hey, go ahead. I, I, uh, I posted uh, one of the links regarding what I was talking about you know, that article that appeared in Forbes and, uh, you know, about, about the statistics and all that. And there's other stuff too, but I, I just thought I'd start with that one. So I just want to let everybody know I put it in your, uh, your chat thing there. So. So much. I appreciate that. I'm going to add Cole and see if he wants to add anything. Hey, Cole. So, everybody, we look more servants and get rid of what we have now. More servants of the people that we can bless this country. God and God bless everyone and I pray that this channel the calling channel will multiply when we get this all recorded and stuff because we are the light in the darkness, guys, and we just 
to be not the silent majority. We need to be the ones yelling, screaming, and doing our best work. And God bless everybody. Cool, absolutely. God bless all of you guys. I appreciate you guys. You have no idea. Our community, by the way, um, you won't be able to see it because you are subscribed to the channel, but this community is trending number one um, under uh, religious and spiritual spirituality in that category. Um, like number four or five in history and total overall, I think it's, I don't remember the number overall now. I already forgot. It's like in the 30s or 40s or something like that. Um, so we're, we're kicking butt, you guys, and y'all keep coming back with your friends with you. Um, a lot of times we discuss certain things, we talk about solutions and everything. We have another show tomorrow at 7.30, pretty much as a show every day at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I haven't been able to say that because not everybody's here with I, with me. So um, make sure y'all stay uh, tuned in. And if you guys have any ideas, you want to come up and discuss something, let me know. And I'll get you up here and you'll be a speaker with me. You can co-host a show with me. Um, so I've been really busy getting some people scheduled. Um Bryson Gray's coming onto the show. Some other folks, Adam Krangler's coming on. So we got some cool folks coming. We're working out some things. And you guys, uh, I pray so much that you guys have a, a blessed week. And I'll see y'all tomorrow. And let's go ahead and close out in our anthem since we are done. Here we go. Oh, wait, I muted it because the, the ads. Created equal. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Dog. Don't be political property. Be free.